I think once I did the interview and I kind of like was like, it was my face. I blamed it on my face and I was just like, let's just end this here. <laughs> I think everyone kind of lost interest because for a really long time or for not for a really, it felt like a long time, but for sure. that period of time where I didn't really say anything, there were a lot of people saying like, leave her alone and, <laughs> and kind of defending me as if I were like crying somewhere. And I was like, I'm just waiting for this to go away. Um, I was fine. I just, it just, you know, I think that um, once people realized that I was like not that upset about it and that it wasn't going to be that much drama involved in like the, the story behind the the actor in the commercial, I think people lost interest. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Welcome to The Clip Out, episode 187. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. Hi. Big interview this week. Big interview. Very excited. Yes. Monica Ruiz, you might remember her from uh, the... The big commercial that went viral right. last year. That's all anybody <laughs> was talking about before COVID. Yeah. <laughs> was uh, the Peloton commercial from last year where it appeared within the commercial like perhaps the husband had bought the bike without asking her if she what wanted she the bike. wanted yes yeah. and so she, you know here's a really cool thing i didn't realize I, I i don't think either of us realized it until during the interview you'll hear us figure this out in real time she had not done another interview since the today show yeah yeah i was very surprised by that when she mentioned it i was like oh i just kind of assumed that like there were other interviews that she would have made the rounds everybody I, was knocking at her door well and i guess also because we heard about it so much totally that it just felt like she was out there yeah but she wasn't so it's great to hear her point of view on how she feels about the whole thing and also how she felt about the fact that it felt like other people were kind of talking for her. So you yeah, kind of she she's very uh, open. So it'll, it's, it's a great. Interview. It's really her first full length interview about the entire subject, because the one that she gave the, to the Today Show was in conjunction with Ryan Reynolds as part of the aviation gen thing. And exactly. So, yeah. So this is her first real sit down. And she's one of us now. Like she rides. Yes. So like she's one of us. Yes. So. She doesn't just play one on TV. <laughs> also update i talked to her today okay she heard her toe getting off of her bike Uh oh yesterday somebody had told her to plug in an ethernet cord okay and, uh so she heard her toe it might be broken Uh oh that'll play into the conversation later yes so so just yeah. store that away yeah so anyway that that's the big interview for the week i think it's a pretty fascinating interview especially just yeah. kind of like what that did to her life Absolutely. so uh, before we get to all that what else do you have in store for people this week well we're going to talk about yet another lawsuit uh <laughs> i mean to yet another lawsuits. Do we have both on the schedule this we week? We do. Oh, well, yeah. yes, you're right. Two more lawsuits. So that'll be fun. Um, we're going to talk about Pilates dropping. We're going to talk about Apple Fitness. We're going to talk to you. John Mills about what is going on with the stock market and competitors this week. We are going to talk about porn and how it hey, relates to Peloton. This podcast just got interesting. <laughs> 187 episodes in. And then, I'm finally intrigued. And then a whole bunch of stuff going on with the instructor. So lots of great stuff. Well, before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts. 
Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find us until they decide to take us down off Apple. <laughs> and or, porn talk? No, because because of Apple oh, Fitness. Oh, because Apple Fitness. And well. And want any Peloton stuff on there. <laughs> but uh, while you can, be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can also uh, leave us a review. That would be very helpful. We, we love reviews. We do. We have a new review. This is from Spy versus Spy Leaderboard. Okay. Okay. I recognize that. I don't, I can't put a name with it right now, but I definitely recognize the leaderboard name. Yeah. Cause she sent you a message. I think, is this the one who's, I'm, I'm assuming that who the, her grandfather created spy versus spy for yes. mad magazine yes yeah but why did you already read this review because wasn't that whole thing no she the- said i i think i made a reference to mad magazine and she sent you oh. an, uh, a message through the facebook okay about like hey tell tom okay which is really cool. yeah very cool story yeah. And so uh, so she says, fantastic laugh, hilarious and informative for Peloton fans. I listen to this podcast when I need something like Crystal's laugh is amazing. I also really respect that they are using their platform to speak up for the right way to advocate as a business for BLM. Kudos. So, oh, well, thank you. That's, that's nice. very kind of you. Thank so, you. Um, and, you don't get much of that kind of feedback. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you would like to leave a review, we would love to hear it, most likely. And uh, <laughs> you can do that over on iTunes. And uh, what else am I plugging? Oh, yeah, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group, sign up for our newsletter at theclipout.com, which I sent out this week. I know you did. And it was Monday. It got sent out. Wait, maybe it actually it happened Sunday night. No, it was Monday. Okay. But it got sent out. It did. So hush. Which is more regular than I can say. Yeah. <laughs> and also don't forget our YouTube channel. If you'd be so kind as to run over there and subscribe, youtube.com slash the clipout. All of these episodes live there in full video so you can see the pictures and articles and stuff that we're talking about as we talk about them yeah and you can also see the faces that i get crystal to make when i say horribly offensive things it's true yeah it's true so there's all of that let's uh let's dig in shall we we shall the headline from tmz (laughs) peloton sued deaf folks need more guidance do we do do we still say deaf we don't. It seems we do not. TMZ can do what they want, but as a as a podcast, we do not. <laughs> yeah. We say hearing impaired. Yeah. But uh, you know, TMZ, they're not so woke. That's <laughs> they're out calling other people out. Yeah. But you know, they could work on their headlines. So apparently, uh, my they, guess is it was better for SEO. That's my guess. And it's pr- it's also a shorter headline. Like yeah. hearing impaired. Hearing impaired is really long. Like for that, tat, that slug line. Yeah, like you're. <laughs> it, it will make it difficult to construct a headline that doesn't just read hearing hearing impaired. Su-. Yeah. So I mean, I get it from that regard. But, yeah. uh, so yeah. anyway, so yeah, there. Uh, that community is upset that there is not closed captioning on the peloton video so did you read this article i only read tmz when somebody dies oh okay so the reason i was asking if you actually read it is because i don't think it's these folks i think it's like this person and the reason that i mentioned that is because i saw a lot of feedback now i am not a hearing impaired person and i don't use the app but this lawsuit was specific toward the app it was not about the bike because there are closed captions okay bike also And this is only from what I read, because, again, I do not use the app. I was told there are closed captions on the app. Interesting. So I don't know if it's like some classes, because 
I think when Peloton started adding closed caption, they did not go back in their entire library and redo it. It they was just, like, like going they, forward. Yeah, they like from this point forward, we're going to do it. And so, so gotcha. I don't know if this is a case of it doesn't work on all apps. Like, for example, on Android app, which is so lacking, maybe there's not. Right. Maybe it's not that. Maybe it's that it's the classes that this person was taking, or maybe I was misinformed. All of those could be the case, but I'm just, I am just reporting what I was told. So, and they do mention three specific classes, uh, the 10 minute arm toning, 10 minute stretching and three minute warm up. Do they have dates on those at all? Just curious. They, they do not. Okay. I was just curious. It's not like any of those are like bar classes or brand new things that just showed up. Having said that, I cannot remember when the floor strength started like as its own thing separate from the bike. Right. So I honestly, they had classes whenever I first got the Peloton that were on the floor, but like they've kind of did a, a new face, like a facelift on that. Gotcha. So I, I don't know without getting into it and looking, I don't know. I'd have to go look at those specific classes, but uh even if that's the case, really, we're suing over three glasses. Well, that's probably just those are the easiest ones. They, they probably they can't just say in general, you don't. They, I'm sure they have to have some specificity about which classes don't have it. Well, I guess my point is, wouldn't you list more than three if that were the case? And the reason I say that is because back when we had the music publishing thing, they literally listed out like 20,000 songs. OK, but there the lawyers are incentivized to list as many artists and infractions as as possible where I think in this case, it's not so much, right? Okay. Like it, in the in the music thing, if they can list the potential financial gains are radically different if there are two artists whose songs got used inappropriately versus if there are 200 artists whose songs have got, who were used inappropriately. So, okay. so also, I guess if you got, if you hit three classes and they're not working, how, how much longer are you going to dig around in there? I don't know. I just, um, you know, I think back objectively uh, when we talked to Kristen Fleshner, who mm -hmm. is, uh, she's blind. Right. And she talked to us about how Peloton can help, how they could be more accessible. And of course, she was looking at it from the standpoint, all accessibility, no matter what kind of, of impairment you had. Right. And she talked a lot about the fact that they didn't have settings on their Android tablet that would make it easier for people who were vision impaired. Okay. Now, the reason I say that is because they had closed captioning before they turned those settings on. And I would think you, it is so much easier to follow a class through sound. Uh, like, no, I'm not saying that right. Like to find a class, choose a class, etc. That would be so much easier to do if you, you could see, but you couldn't hear. Right. And so I would think there are options because you can even I think you can turn closed captions on and off. I know you can do that on right. the bike. Maybe you can't do that on the app. My point being, I'm surprised that Peloton has not been sued by the vision impaired community because it seems like there's so many things that are lacking from a vision standpoint as compared to auditory. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm just surprised. I will also point out that none of these classes involve equipment. Well, and, and and that might be why they focused on the app portion of it. Right. That they're not talking about, hey, this is the bike. This is right. the app. And maybe that's because this person is a digital member only. Right. I also wonder if maybe some of it is Peloton is so focused on getting the class, you know, the, the tread classes and the bike classes up to speed that they didn't even necessarily think about stretching, tone. You know what I mean? They, you know, 
I don't know if they good point if they good view point. those I, differently I, internally in some capacity. No, that's that's a great point. Again, I don't I don't take classes on the app, so I really I don't know. Yeah, those are all good questions. And then while we're talking about lawsuits, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Mad Dog Athletics. You remember these guys, right? No, I don't. Okay, I know I'm very familiar with their line of alcohol. Nope. Oh nope. no, not them. No. Okay, but this is the company that has the copyright or whatever you call it, whatever the accurate word for it is the for the word spin oh okay that's them gotcha and like um when we interviewed michelle brookman for pedal on the pier do you remember that they sued them for having the word spin okay in there and they had to get yeah. out and then i other people chimed in on our group and talked about how like there was the word spin in a Facebook group and the owner, like an owner of Mad Dog called them on the <laughs> phone and told them to remove the word from the group. Wow. I mean, they have the right. Don't get sure. me wrong. But that is. Yeah. I mean, I think you know, they probably have to actually be extra vigilant because spin <laughs> spin has become so popular and, and 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 synonymous to where if it starts to get used as the colloquial expression, you can lose your copyright, for instance. Oh, gotcha. so, oh like Xerox and the copy. So Xerox has not lost theirs, but I believe I think was it linoleum? I think like the oh, lin- that started off as a name brand. Yeah, linoleum was a was a brand, and oh. I, I think that they lost it. But like, there's there's been brands over the years who have lost their copyright because it got so you know, like most people won't say tissue; they'll say Kleenex. Absolutely, right? right? And and so like you, they have to be almost extra vigilant because it's bordering on entering the public domain because they are so popular and that they just become kind of the default word for it. Well, the interesting, there's several interesting things here. One of the interesting things is that this company actually filed for bankruptcy last year. So, so like, think about those two sentences. They filed for bankruptcy last year and spin is the most popular it's ever been. Right. So, why did it take them how many years since 2014 for them yeah. to to claim that Peloton took all of their patents? So do we know if when they entered bankruptcy, did they change hands? We do not. OK, because this and I'm not saying this is what they're doing, but the article reads to me like kind of a classic patent troll kind of a thing. Oh. And so I like I almost wonder if when they entered bankruptcy, somebody bought them up with the sole purpose of going after of Peloton. going after and suing all these people that are now doing it saying I wonder if they work for echelon yeah I don't know well no I think if that was the case it would be owned by echelon but okay that's fair but um, I, and I was being silly anyway. yeah but like there there's a big problem with patent <laughs> trolls in the world and like you know like there was for a while there was talk that like podcasts might go away because there was somebody that was <laughs> that was saying that they invented the the quote-unquote concept of a podcast and like their concept of a podcast was like, I'm going to talk on a cassette tape and mail it to somebody. And like they came up. OK, they did not come up with that. You know, how many people did that yeah. in the 1980s. Yeah, but there's a thing. But the company is saying that they did it in the 80s and that this is a version of that. And so they were going around sending all these letters basically saying, send us a bunch of money or we're going to shut you down. And they went after like Mark Marin and Adam Carolla. Ah. And, and I think it was Adam Carolla who was like, you know what? No. 
I'm going to spend a bunch of money and fight back instead of <gasps> Go just sending, Adam Carolla. Yeah, instead of just sending you a check. And uh, and so and they ended up winning like uh, the podcasters mm-hmm. ended up winning. But like this, this kind of sounds like that because they're like, oh, we had something kind of like this a long time ago before it was really possible. And so pay us. Hmm. And and so I don't know. That's kind of where I, I would. As I was reading this, it's kind of how it read to me. But well, we will keep an eye on it. We have a uh, a patent attorney in our group who is going to keep tabs on this, dig into this a little deeper, and let us know what's yes, going on. New content. So there were two big announcements this week in regards to uh, new classes. There was. We now have Pilates. Yeah. And so this this was actually brought up by that uh, Bob Tremor guy on mm-hmm. Twitter. Yes. Uh, he did something on the back end of Peloton. And he goes and, and looks under the hood. And yeah. I don't check the oil. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what magic he does, but he saw P- Pilates had been added and he mentioned that. And then before we could talk about it, here it is. Ta-da. So uh, the Pilates dropped today. There were 20 new classes that wow. dropped. Uh, they're all on demand. We have four different instructors. So there's Hannah Corbin. There's Sam Yo. Uh, there, that's interesting, I thought, because he's from the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Kristen McGee and Aditi Shaw. So they are the beginning uh, instructors. There was a, in the email that came out after that, it said there were going to be more instructors added. So I assume more content is definitely coming. That is important to note because bar classes were dropped as a like, what do you call it when you try something out? Trial? experiment close enough so they tried it as a to see what kind of feedback they got from people yeah and when they did uh they had only dropped the 10 classes no more have been dropped and it's been like six months so yeah. they're planning on bringing them back in march so oh, okay. more bar classes will be dropping in march but i got the impression from the email it's not going to be that long for pilates like there's more coming on a, on a quicker basis gotcha you know pilates is the thing that like when you're doing Pilates, you don't need an hour long class. Like it's hitting all of your core and like you don't, it's not like you need an hour class oh, okay. to do your core. Um, and uh, also, I just want to mention for anybody out there, this does not require a- equipment. There's Pilates that you can do like with a Pilates reformer, not necessary. These are all without equipment, just like the bar classes. Oh, okay. So that that's important for people who might be wondering about that. Yeah. And then while we're talking about, uh, new classes they uh, launched pre a prenatal program so they have not officially launched it i believe they're officially launching it on friday however this email or this article came out because um there are going to be episodes hitting youtube first oh interesting and um and so robin of course is pregnant big news first instructor and um she is going to be doing a full prenatal and once she has her baby postnatal program but these are kind of done in a docu-series type of thing for YouTube. Hmm. But there will also be classes on Peloton. Somebody said it was going to be Friday. When I read through here, I did not see that other than they were dropping on YouTube on Friday. So gotcha. I'm, I, I I, didn't get time to dig into this as much as I wanted. There was a lot going on today. There was. Um, That's interesting that they're launching them on YouTube. I thought so, too. I think it might be because it's more of a docu-series. Also, Robin has been doing, um, you know, her own YouTube show, her IG show. There's a whole bunch of things that she's been doing. So I don't know if that's why. I don't know if it's because it's time sensitive. I mean, she's only going to 
have she's going to have her baby soon. Right. Totally. You know? So I I'm not really clear what that's about. Yeah. But I have a feeling we'll find out later. What well, also seems like a great way to to uh, get in front of a different audience. True. And maybe get people to sample Peloton if they don't want to pull the trigger on the app. But there's these classes over there. They can check it out and then maybe go, oh, OK, you got me. That's a good point. You know, I have no idea. Interesting. New instructors. So this has been rumored for a while, but we finally get the confirmation about new instructors. Yes, new instructors for Germany specifically. Now, we knew about Cliff. We had figured that one out. Right. However, we did not have, um, I believe it's pronounced Myla, M-A-Y-L-A. So uh, brand new instructors, they just dropped classes in Germany. It's German classes. I am being told that I, I think Cliff's classes, more people have seen. I'm getting comments about those. Okay. I don't know if it's like how they dropped them, um, but apparently his English is perfect based on what people have seen. So there's been questions like, was he born in Germany? Was he born in America? Right. Is he is he German or is he like some other? He just he just learned English at an early age. Just curious. About totally. That. Yeah. Regardless, uh, we welcome them to the we will comb in them. <laughs> <laughs> to the Peloton you, family. You didn't know I spoke fluent German, I did, did you? I did not. I do. I I'm just I'm uh, full of surprises. You are. You are. Um and uh the the other thing is is that this is interesting because we also know that Bradley Rose is coming on board soon. Yeah, we talked about that last week. The, again, that Bob Tremor kind of broke that story. Yeah. Uh, well, we talked about it last last week. Right. So so it'd been almost 2 weeks ago now. Right. Yeah. And uh I've seen conflicting reports about whether or not he's going to be teaching for the UK and the US because he is from the UK, but he teaches in the US. So this will be interesting. But, you know, for people out there who who are kind of feeling like, oh, this is frustrating that they're adding all these German classes because they're they're not they're not all converted, translated to English. Right. You know, keep in mind that we have thousands of right. classes more to choose from than they do German classes. Not so. everything's for you. Right. And right. <laughs> um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see, but uh, very cool that they are added. And I, I can't wait to get an experience, get a chance to experience those classes. I know I've really enjoyed taking classes with Irene. She's uh, one of the German instructors and she is just a little, little fireball. <laughs> She's so funny. She's so funny. I love her sense of humor. Well, if you want to take one of the classes that have not been translated, as you now know, I speak fluent German. So just ask Tom to take the so class with you. I will. I will stand <laughs> next to you, and because well, I wouldn't want to stop you from taking the class. Sure, sure, so, sure. And then I will translate it for you. Just, I just as long as all they say is welcome. <laughs> well, uh, so that's going to be a pretty quick class. And thank you. They can also <laughs> say thank you. <laughs> And then I'd be good. That's it. So if they if there's a class where they only say welcome and thank I'll you. I'll be Tom. <laughs> there's no need to cuss at me, honey. I don't even know. You're so filthy. Are we going to edit that out? No. What? <laughs> Getting the psychological edge with Dr. Jen. Welcome back to the show, Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. You may know her from VH1's Couple Therapy with Dr. Jen or VH1's Family Therapy with Dr. Jen or her long-running radio show, The Dr. Jen Show. And she's also a five-year national team member in rhythmic gymnastics and a sports psychology for USA Gymnastics. Dr. Jen. 
That's a lot. It is. It is a lot. <laughs> I'm like, where do you find time for us? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I love so talking much. Peloton. I always have time for you guys. <laughs> My obsession. <laughs> I should be paying you guys. <laughs> Wait, we can do that? <laughs> so uh, the new year is upon us. It is. And uh, obviously. Finally. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, I want to say it can't be worse than 2020. Shut but like, your mouth. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to issue any challenges to 2021. But yeah, uh, so, you know, obviously a lot of people make new fitness commitments as the yeah. year changes. And uh, we we're just wondering what you, what tips you might have for how to start the new year right. Um, well, I recommend a few things. First of all, I, and look, this is something I do. I try to practice what I preach. I spend some time before the new year where I sit down and I look at the different categories of goals because it's not just fitness. I think if we only make fitness goals, I think that it leaves us very not well balanced. I think it's important to make obviously career work goals family goals, relationship goals. Like I think we oftentimes people take for granted, like, oh, my relation's functioning well. I don't need to make any relationship goals. Well, you know what? How could you up your game? Like, you know, how can you be a, a better partner? How can you communicate better? Like, how can you be better in bed? Like, what can you do to up your game? And I think it's important to look at kind of different, the different categories of your life and kind of go, okay, let's make some goals. It's also important to make process-oriented goals as opposed to endpoint type of goals. So in other words, like people tend to, you know, the typical New Year's resolutions, oh, to lose weight. Well, you can't control how your body responds to the choices you make, but what you can control is the choices you make, how often you work out, you know, that you eat fruits and vegetables. And I'm also a bigger fan of saying, this is what I am going to do as opposed to what I'm not going to do. Like I'm going to try to eat green leafy vegetables every day. I'm going to, you know, replace my coconut oil with olive oil, you know, to do that instead of I'm not going to eat any sweets, which is not realistic. It's not healthy. Yeah. It's not well balanced. It's going to leave you feeling deprived and you're probably going to binge in the end. So making sure that your goals are not extreme, making sure that they're realistic. I like small, manageable goals because what happens when you make small, manageable goals is that you achieve them and then you build on them. And it changes your perception of yourself. If you're someone who hasn't succeeded in the past, if you say, you know what, I'm going to do a 10-minute Peloton class three days a week, you're probably going to achieve that. And you also have built in, okay, I missed it. I was planning to do it Monday, but there was a crisis at the office and I had to work on this project. So I'm going to be able to do it Tuesday. It gives you a little leeway. So focusing on the, the process over the, the outcome, small manageable goals, and also have your goals be adjustable. So it's not like I'm going to work out seven days a week. Instead, it's I'm going to do three days and then I'm going to evaluate after I've done three days a week for three months, then I'm going to see what I can build on. So I'm a big fan of buildable goals. I, I like, think it's I really like that step. I like that step. Yeah. You know, I hear a lot about smart goals and I never hear yeah. about adjustments. So that's yeah. great. That's really great. It's, and it's really important to be able to adjust, to be able to say, you know, that wasn't realistic. 
And instead of saying I'm a failure or like I can't meet my goals, saying, you know what, I'm going to adjust that goal so that I can make it more realistic for the reality of how my life has changed in a pandemic or how my career has changed or how my kids' needs have changed now that they're home doing Zoom school. (laughs) So, you know, those are, are really big factors. I also really like for people to create a mantra for the new year. And I create a mantra every year and I put it up on my office uh, bulletin board. I both like my home office when I was at my regular office before the pandemic, Mm -hmm. I have it there. I also keep it, I keep a paper planner. I put it in my planner. I try to keep it someplace where I can see and it's whatever the mantra is, it should be something that helps you to think differently. It should be something that looks at what your biggest challenges have been in terms of your thinking patterns and helps you to shift them. And also even gives you a script to some degree on how to respond to yourself. Like, let's say you're someone who says, I can't do it. Like, you know, that you're negative on yourself. That what you want to do is make a goal that says, like, you know, I just said, I'm going to be more positive. That's way too big to say something like, I am going to every time I say something negative to myself, I'm going to come back with three positive statements in order to kind of inoculate that negative statement. And you may want to put in your mantra, what three examples might be of that just so that you have it visually and you see it on a regular basis. You want to put this where you can see it on a day-to-day basis. Because basically we we're retraining our brain. And I think that we don't think about our brains as trainable as our bodies are. You know, if you're someone who listens to this this podcast, you're obviously someone who is athletic, you're you're into Peloton or you're into tonal, you're into fitness, you're into bettering yourself in some way. But a lot of the time we don't think of our brains as trainable. And we have a lot of negative thinking habits from our childhoods, our crappy teachers that we've had, our coaches who were critical, our grandparents, the bullies at school, you know, whoever it is that gave you a lot of negative feedback that we've internalized. But it's up to us to train our brain to think differently and When it comes to a new year and new resolutions and new goal setting, this is an important part of that as well. Yeah, I think it's really smart, too, when you were saying about the negative positive to have some positive things kind of locked and loaded, because when you get in that negative mindset, it's pretty hard to think of positive things. I don't want to name any names because I would hate to embarrass Crystal, but (laughs) but uh but, you know, like you, you get in that spiral and so to have them at the ready yeah. and be like, oh, yeah, here are some things. It's so funny because you point that out to me all the time and I don't catch it in myself. But then I see I see Brian do that. Yeah. My, my stepson, who's who's 16. And I'll, I'll be like, oh, you're in you're in a negative spiral. It's so much easier for me to see it when he does it. <laughs> but it yeah. reminds me to work and, on it for myself. So I think that's a great idea and as well. Totally, and it's even like I am someone who can get very overwhelmed by new technology. Like, I'm probably one of the only people you'll meet who I don't like a new phone. I don't like a new computer. I don't like a new car. Like, I don't like any of that stuff. What was that? I said you're easy to shop for. I'd be easy to shop for. Yeah, just not new technology. So, like, for me, that was one of the things that I really did kind of a deep dive. I was like, that's holding me back. So, for like one of my mantras had to do with that and was like, you know what? Anytime I'm faced with new technology, my response would be, I can't wait to learn that. 
I'm oh. so excited to learn how to do that. So instead of that fear response, I can't do that. This is going to stop me. Like I can't, like I can't move forward on that. Instead, my response became great. I can't wait to learn that. Wow. Awesome. I'm going to conquer that. And just having it up on my bulletin board, seeing it every day, really changed how I responded to it, which had a very positive trickle down effect. I love that. Yeah, that's that's good. Idea. You should do this for a living. <laughs> you know, I might try that. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Uh, until next time, where can people find you? On social media at Dr. Jed Man. Two ends on Jen, two ends on man. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? <laughs> well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clipout listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R.com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it <laughs> it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread <laughs> i didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the <laughs> best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Peloton stock ticker. Well, this is where we would normally talk to John Mills. Unfortunately, we fired him. No, no we didn't never, fire him. No, never. no, no. There's no firing when you're not getting paid. <laughs> Touche. Like, can you fire somebody that volunteers <laughs> to talk to you? <laughs> A valid point. No, uh, he, uh, we had to move around our recording time and it didn't meet up with his. And so, uh, so we did not get to uh, meet up this week. So no John Mills this week, but do not fear he will he will return when we return after the first of the year so yes definitely uh, so but something we were going to talk to him about is some stuff that he put on his uh, facebook group run live live yeah talking about how echelon launched a new high-end bike which is a bit of a head scratcher 
Yeah, because, you know, Peloton, Peloton was here first, obviously. Echelon came around and said, you don't need to pay all that money right. for that bike. Like, that's their big thing is yeah. how expensive Peloton is. And I know you guys are asking, well, how much is this bike? It's $2,000. Like it's two thousand thirty nine point nine eight, and I don't know why it's such a weird number, but it is. Yeah. Um. So it doesn't even start shipping until December twenty eighth, but they're kind of trying to make it like, well, if you can't get a Peloton until February, this is your deal. Like this is better for Christmas. Yeah. But it doesn't start shipping till the so, end. But you still won't have a bike to open on Christmas. Yeah, but I guess it's sooner. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know what they're thinking. I don't understand echelon. Yeah. So they have a it has a rotating 22 inch screen, a center audio jack, front facing speakers, dual power ports in the front and the back, cranks and bearings that are competition level, gel comfort seat, a coated metal water bottle holder. Okay, that's all. That's all for the features. Okay. Sorry. Um, I'm reading John's notes. So yeah. I was making sure I was understanding them correctly. So it has a lot of features. Right. I just I feel like it's kind of a bait and switch. I feel like everything they do just is very inconsistent. Yeah. Well, don't buy a Peloton, buy Echelon because we're cheaper. But we're going to go ahead and come out with this expensive right. bike so that it does all the same things that Peloton does. So wait, what? What are we doing? I I don't get who would go this route, but I guess someone must be. Uh, clearly, um, you know, there's a lot of people in John's group, the Run Lifts Live group that are saying things like they uh jackie sincata is a very she mentions this a lot she knows people specifically that have canceled their peloton orders because they're taking too long and they're buying echelons yeah well i guess when you you know when you decide to finally break down and get the peloton you will have spent less money on an echelon (laughs) (laughs) it's an easier bike to throw away it is but uh yeah and you can still use the peloton content totally i just especially those cheap ones they are cheap they're cheaply made like you can see how they're shaking back and forth I have no idea what this one will be. I, who knows? But when you're paying $400 for something and that's their selling point, how cheap they are. Yeah. That's it, kind of what it, I just don't. I don't get this. I don't get what they're trying to do. So, yeah, it, it, it'd be like if Hyundai was trying to go after the Lexus market. Yeah. I, I'm just like, but that's right. That's not what Hyundai does. Like, right. But I, I feel like they're kind of scattered. I feel like eight people are running that company. <laughs> yeah. And they're all just like, go, go, go. There's like no cohesive movement. It drives me as a, as a project manager. It drives me insane. <laughs> Can you imagine what their project plans must look like? They must be chaos. I, I, there's nobody in control over there. <laughs> One would think. And then uh, John also talked about how. I guess Apple Fitness Plus. Oh my is, God, it launched on Friday, on Monday. So that's a whole thing we're going to get more into later. But go yeah, ahead. But so uh, they are partnering up with Schwinn. Yes. For the indoor, their indoor cycling brand. Yes. Which is owned by Nautilus. Correct. So when, when you say partnering up, I'm going to be very specific. The way it works is when you go to the Apple Fitness, mm-hmm. it recommends the Schwinn bike. Like it's right in there. Like buy here. That's that's gotcha. what he's saying by partnering. Okay. Um, and they do the same thing with a tread. Uh, they do some it tech something. We've talked about that other company before, but like it's their really really expensive top of the line like fifteen thousand dollar tread. Okay. Um. So they do the same thing, but to the point. John asked the question. I think it's a fair question. Does this mean that Apple and Nautilus are partnering up against Peloton? 
you got you got to wonder. You do have to wonder. So another thing that happened today is that that I saw today, Apple is giving free memberships to Apple Fitness. If any, if you are part of Lifetime Fitness, okay. so like you're a Lifetime Fitness member, you can now get Apple membership, Apple Fitness Plus membership for free. Interesting. It is interesting. Especially like if there's probably a good chance your gym is closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's a smart move. Well, and, and so I don't know if you want me to go into my my feelings on Apple Fitness now or you want to do that later. Uh, well, we're going to talk about a review that CNBC did with them a little bit later. So maybe we'll save. Them we'll for save there. that. Yeah. Then. OK, well, we were going to talk about that Peloton got added last week to the NASDAQ. Yeah. 100 the NASDAQ index. 100 index, which that's a big deal. It's a huge deal. So it's the top 100 they pick like 100 stocks. I think this is the way I understand it. They pick 100 stock that kind of represent the NASDAQ. And so when they're gauging how the NASDAQ is doing, it's an amalgam of how those 100 stocks are doing. That's like what I believe the S&P 500 it is. totally is. Yeah. I just like all the words just disappeared out of my brain <laughs> at the same time. I have no idea what happened. But yes, that is that is exactly what it is. And so that's really cool for Peloton to have been added to that, especially like 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 a year after they started. And I think it also tells you what the financial industry thinks of Peloton when people are like, it's a fad, it's going to go away. Like it's when when they're added to the NASDAQ 100, that yeah. tends to make you think that they don't think it's going to go away. Totally agree. And I also thought it was uh, interesting because in general, Peloton has been up really high this week. Yeah. Um, so at first they dropped with the whole Apple Fitness introduction Mm -hmm. and then they rebounded and they have been like soaring so i don't know if it's because of all the i don't i actually have no idea because it's never been better news with covid don't get me wrong more people than ever are are dying i don't mean that right but but like like, with the we're seeing we're seeing progress with the vaccine and and then the moderna one's about to get approved so now we'll have two vaccines exactly it's starting to look like maybe we're turning like we're at the you know, we're start. We can see the light at the end right. of the tunnel. We're far from the end, but there's light. So, um, so I don't really get what's going on with. Yeah. Pel- but I mean, great, great. It was at one thirty three today. So it's like that's yeah. insane. As people who own stock, great, woohoo, we'll take it. Then, uh, on a very different note, <laughs> yeah, switching gears. We came across this article: What Pornhub and Peloton have in common with <laughs> Facebook? <laughs> and anytime it's got porn in the headline you know i'm like let's talk about Tom's attention let's talk about that one (laughs) let's talk about the porn one (laughs) and the funny thing is this was actually on our radar from two weeks ago and somehow we did not talk about it last week i blame you i'm sure it is my fault i put the list together but it wasn't on purpose because Uh i i'm really curious to hear what you think that peloton and pornhub have in common (laughs) (laughs) well this article specifically is about what Peloton and Pornhub have in common with Facebook. Sure, sure. Which is about like content moderation, about how how Facebook is having so much trouble and that whenever you have user-generated content, because Pornhub has user-generated content, and you can upload stuff. And they recently had quite the, they just. Tell me all about how they, Pornhub works, honey. The, the, uh, I mean, from what I've read, <laughs> they had to pull a bunch of videos. Uh-huh. I mean, they had to yank them. No, maybe not yank. <laughs> they had to delete them because anyone can upload a video. And so okay. there was a lot of revenge porn. Oh, there there no. was underage stuff on there. Eek. Not tons, but there was some. Oh, and there was uh, uh, like voyeur stuff where it was 
not fake, but like, yeah. People so, didn't have permission. Right, right, right. So they had to, they had to they had to pull a bunch of that stuff. And so and the Pelotons had their own issues with the user generated content in terms of like the the leaderboard names and the hashtags. Oh, sure. Use. Yeah. We and know so it was it was talking about about that sort of stuff, about what what it will be like for companies and why that's something pretty much any company, even if you think you don't need to worry about it. You need to worry about you it. You need to worry about it. Okay, well, it sounds like we've covered that then. Well, no, so I got to thinking <laughs> because I thought the article was about what Peloton and Pornhub have in common. Yeah. And but it didn't do that. So I so I You made your own list. I made my own list. I can't wait of to what hear this. Peloton and Pornhub have in common. So here I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have eight of them. <laughs> eight things. That Peloton and Pornhub have in common. Are not, you ready? Not so, 69. No, I just a lot of jokes to write. It is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's the refractory period would be. <laughs> so uh, uh, coming in at number eight, depending on how you use it, your butt may be sore. <laughs> number seven, your results are determined by cadence and resistance. <laughs> Where was I at? That was that was, that was, seven. That was seven. Number six, unless she specifically asks, do not get your wife a subscription. <laughs> but if you would like one. Number five, is that where I'm at? I think so. Number five, your floor may get wet. Oh, my. What? <laughs> number four, it's always fun to see somebody you know. Have a five five, <laughs> <laughs> but only yeah. But you can't get us in a high ten because that other hand is occupied. Oh my! <laughs> uh, number three. No matter how hard you try, you'll never top the leaderboard. <laughs> number two. It can cause chafing. <laughs> and finally, number one. Mm -hmm. The most in common thing mm -hmm. that Pornhub and Peloton have. Okay. You do you. <laughs> oh, we need some applause there. <laughs> Very nice, Tom. Thank you. Very nice. Thank you. Just a little something I, I guess worked on in my spare time. I guess we should have added a, hey, parents, get your kids out of the room. <laughs> well, I think as soon as that topic started, they probably were like, ah! Yes. Stop it. Stop. And then real quick, uh, we saw a story that Peloton is opening another store in the United Kingdom. They are. Yeah, they they've actually um, opened up quite a bit, uh, quite a few. And I keep forgetting to add that, like not UK, but right adding stores lately because there's been so many. They're over like 100 stores oh, worldwide wow. now. So this is going to be in the Bath City Center. Uh, and I think that uh, this is opening. Where did it say? What time, when is it going to happen? It doesn't say. In the oh, it headline. doesn't say. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's coming. They don't have a date yet, but it's going to happen. Oh, uh, February or March. February or March. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Very exciting. And then now we can talk about the Apple Fitness Plus review that CNBC did. Well, you know what? I have a very open mind. I came uh -huh. into this article with a very open mind and I was like, okay. So the article says it's just as good as Peloton. Right. But if you read the article, it goes on to say 
It's not. <laughs> and I guess I just don't understand that. Like, was that for clicks? Was that to drive people like me mad? <laughs> like, what? What are we trying to do here? Right. So they talk about price. And so, okay, Peloton, if we're talking digital only, is a little more expensive at $12.99 versus $9.99 right. for Apple. There are more uh, kinds of classes, more disciplines that you can take. Not by much, right? But, it, but there are a couple. I Really, I think at this point, it's rowing that stands out that Peloton doesn't have. But where it goes down from there are the things like to see your activity, you have to have an Apple Watch. That's how you're able to kind of track what's going on on the screen. Yeah. You, like how much, how many calories you've burned, what your heart rate is. You got to have an Apple Watch. Gotcha. You can still take the class without an Apple Watch, but like it doesn't connect with any of your fitness metrics. Okay. okay? So um, I decided to try a yoga class today because it was my yoga day. And when I took the class, I will say this, the content is fine. It's not amazing. Right. It's not awful. It was fine. There was no peanut butter and jelly. There was no peanut butter and <laughs> jelly. I would be the first one to tell you. But I did like about how Apple really slowed down the yoga and told you very carefully how to make the transitions. Peloton goes pretty fast, especially on like their intermediate classes. Okay. However, I will also say there is no differentiator on the Apple Fitness to say this is a beginner. This is uh, oh, okay. Yeah, that seems so, like an like, important piece of information. If you're a person who knows all the moves, that's going to irritate the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah. Because a 20 minute class, we did like three moves. Like that's not very much. Right. For, and it was fine for me. It's fine for me. Right. But somebody who's like they want a serious workout, a serious yoga workout, that's not going to do it. And don't get me wrong. They're going to be able to find it, but like how much time do you have to spend looking for it? Right. But I will tell you the biggest thing that irritated me with this, and maybe it will change. I don't know. They do not have the ability to cast this unless you have an Apple TV. I don't mean the Apple TV app. Right. That's not good enough. You have to have an actual Apple TV. AirPlay, which is their thing, right. doesn't work. Now, how stupid is that? I can AirPlay so many things, but you can't AirPlay their own app. Yeah, and I think that's also fascinating for the people that are like, oh, I don't have to buy a bike, but for full functionality, you have to buy a watch and a television. Or or take it on this little tiny screen. I did right. a yoga class on a freaking phone. Yeah. Don't do that, guys. Don't do that. <laughs> it was terrible. Trying terrible to see experience. the screen is one of the positions. <laughs> yeah, and the other weird thing about it, this was just blew my mind. It will let you cast the music. The sound will come through my TV, but not the picture. Wow, that's what really, are we doing? That's really frustrating. Yeah. Because it's like just their way of saying we could if we wanted to. I know. But we don't want to. And guys, I don't even hate Apple, but this is the kind of shit that really ticks people like yeah. me off, That especially coming from Android. This is this is like you should not have to be so in the Apple zone. Like, don't complain to me about the price of a, a two thousand dollar bike when right. you got to buy a thousand dollar television to be able to see a yoga class. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Ugh. So anyway, I didn't think that it was um, like I said, it, it was fine. I will also say 
I've only taken one yoga class. John Mills posted a clip of a preview of a spin class and it was awful. <laughs> it was uh, the so guy. It was, was like, peanut butter. And it jelly. wasn't quite peanut butter and jelly level, but it, the cheese factor, there was some heavy cheese. Now, some people are reporting they have taken rowing classes and other classes and they enjoyed them. They really liked that you could see your metrics on the screen. They had an Apple TV, though. So, right. Yeah. You know, um, but I guess it just depends on your setup. Yeah. Anyway, people that think that this is going to be some huge thing for Peloton, it's going to I don't think that that's the case. If they leave it the way it is right now, I don't think Peloton has a problem. Now, they make tons and tons of changes. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Or try to come out with their own line of equipment. That's a different story. Absolutely. But I don't think that they will based on the fact that they're pushing people to these other specific equipment. I don't think that that's. I, I would tend to agree if if they're if they're pushing people towards other equipment, then that says that they do not have any immediate plans to launch a line of equipment. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, one more thing on this. I, I just got noticed mm-hmm. that uh, John Foley also just bought a sold a bunch of Peloton shares. Gotcha. Uh, apparently it was about 100,000 shares that he sold, oh. which is, he can finally get that tread out of the bathroom. If I am reading this correctly, is 12 million dollars. Yeah, that's a profit that he made. Yeah. Good for him, man. Good for him. Indeed. Yeah. And I would read nothing into that. Like, oh, no, I think that's a good thing. I think that means that he's very happy with how the stock is doing. Yeah. Well, some people, whenever they hear somebody selling stock, they think it means that like, oh, they're leaving. They're they're going to leave and abandon the company. But yeah. I it's just it's profit taking like he like it was at one hundred and thirty five or one hundred and thirty six dollars today. And it's just like, OK, like. The, honestly, I'm surprised you didn't sell it when I hit a hundred or a buck and a quarter. So, like, you know, that to me that shows a great deal of restraint. And where, it's the second time it's been up this high. Yeah. It? So, like, so, yeah, good for him. Absolutely. Congrats. Checking out the competition. So Canada's getting their own Peloton version, eh? Uh, yeah, apparently. Did you see who they're teaming I up with? I did. One more reason for you to not like Echelon. It's uh, Spinco, which is Canada's largest spin studio. But for the bike manufacturing, they have partnered up with Echelon. <laughs> so now they have a new piece of equipment called Podium. How many pieces of equipment do they need? They, uh, they seem stretched very thin. I agree. Remember what I was saying just like five minutes ago? There's like eight scatter shot scatter shot. Yeah, it's it's driving me insane. <laughs> it's either going to be enormously successful of them to do that or enormously bad. I have no idea which. But at any rate, go check it out. If you're, if you're in Canada, yeah, you know, I suppose you can't if you're not. Exactly. Yeah. Peloton in the news. John Foley was featured in the New York Times. He was. Took a lot of a lot of ribbing for it. Oh my God. He was ribbed for our pleasure. <laughs> Jeez. So Sorry, is... I'm still writing porn jokes. Okay. You, yeah. gotta, you gotta you don't yeah. You don't just turn that off. You know? <laughs> I feel like that was just another joke. Yeah. <laughs> um so uh this article was one of those like feel good pieces, like how does John Foley spend his Sundays? Yeah. 
and ironically, the the tagline is a year ago, Peloton was the butt of a holiday joke, not yeah. anymore. And then they made one out yeah. of him. Uh, so here's the thing. He talks about how he spends his days or his Sunday his Sundays. Yeah. And um, <laughs> people really, really focused on two things that just irritated people or they found it. Like I don't even know. It was offensive to people. Like they just like to tease him. Like really weird. Yeah. One of the things is that he has his tread in his downstairs bathroom. So that's the only place that he has for it. So he literally runs in the mornings in his bathroom. <laughs> and um one of his bathrooms. One I'm of sure his it's not downstairs the only bathroom. bathroom. And his... when you see the picture of it, it doesn't look like the bathroom is that ginormous, but it's Manhattan. Right. So people are like, he has a downstairs in his apartment. Right. And he has a bathroom in Manhattan big enough to put a tread in. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. He's also the CEO and founder of Peloton. So yeah. 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 Yes, well, he does. He's, maybe he's moving. That's why he cashed in those shares. Um, <laughs> he, wants, he wants a bigger second bathroom. <laughs> he's like, I'm tired of everybody talking about yeah. my bathroom. Uh, but the other thing that people really focused on was how the first thing he does is drink 40 sips of water from his hand at the upstairs bathroom sink. <laughs> uh, he says it's efficient. I drink until I feel like I'm going to throw up water every day. <laughs> like okay. John, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, we need to get him a water bottle. There were entire articles written yeah. about John needing a water, a water bottle. bottle. It's it's too funny. Well, Peloton has lots. I, even I have a Peloton water bottle somewhere. <laughs> we went to HRI and they handed them out. I'm like, I got a Peloton water bottle now. Like, it's weird to think that I have a Peloton water bottle, but the CEO of the company he, does not. I'm sure he has one. He just doesn't use it first thing in the morning. Apparently He's not. Got a thing. I don't know why. <laughs> I kind of feel bad that he got picked on, though. And then while we're talking about uh, Peloton in the news. Yes. <laughs> this is a, a great little talking about, again, kind of the life and times. Uh, instructor Sam Yo was in People magazine. Yes. Yes, he was. So Sam clearly has a fascinating past. I mean, you... How many people can say that they have both been a Buddhist monk and a Peloton instructor? I would think that Venn diagram is just a big giant circle. Well, apparently there's a tiny sliver and Sam Yo is in it. Yes. And that's, I think, about it. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> he he talks about his entire story of, of how that occurred. Apparently he was uh, an actor. Yeah literally was in the middle of uh, a play and was like, I'm going to go be a Buddhist monk now. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. And just made a complete life change. And he said it's been one of the best things that ever happened to him. He was really worried about how his family would take it. His parents were so totally supportive. They were actually at his like ceremony where you get officially recognized as Monked. a monk. Yeah, I don't know what that <laughs> is called, but he became one. And um he spent 10 months. He was only planning on spending a month or two at the monastery. Ended up spending 10 months there. Wow. Loved the solitude. Eventually came back and uh, taught classes and eventually was. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. <laughs> eventually was tapped by uh, Peloton. And and here we are. Yeah. And so if you want to check out that article, uh, well, one, we're scrolling through pictures of it on our YouTube channel, but you can also get it in our newsletter that goes out. 
you can subscribe to that at theclipout.com. And it's uh, an article worth checking out. It's a lengthy article. Sometimes those features are, are you know, like a blurb, are like a little, a little blurb, but not this one, man. I mean, they they go in depth. So, it's, yeah. And there's a picture of of him in there with Yoda. You need to go there just to see that, if nothing else. Absolutely. <laughs> So Tonal introduced uh, guided workouts. They did. Okay, so this adds a whole nother level of awesomeness to the Tonal. Because now, as you're doing the workout, it shows you what the strength of your rep was. Like the range of motion and the power behind it. So like, let's say you're on the last rep of 10 reps and you're having, you're struggling. You'll be able to see the curve go down like your power isn't there your range of motion isn't necessarily there why is this such a big deal well when you can see it you can very clearly see what you need to change to be able to increase the your your strength score so like let's say you're at eight pounds for a bicep curl you're like oh I'm not quite getting the range of motion I need on those last two reps. That's why I haven't increased my, my strength hasn't gone up in a while. Well, now you really focus on those last two reps, keep all of them above the 80% threshold before you know it, you're going to increase your strength and that's it. It's just a little button and you can see it. And then if you do your own workouts, you can, you've always been able to see this information, but now they've also added if your strength score goes up while you're doing it, if you, uh, so this is like your own workout you made up, you're going to be able to see when your strength score goes up, you're going to be able to see PR for your power. Like this is incredible that they made this change. This is huge. They do such a great job of making the, of like the metrics that they're calculating, especially when they're not, they're not looking at you. I know. You know what I mean? I like, know. It's all, this is it's, all without a camera. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's based on how how the handle's moving, and it's it's pretty fascinating what they can pull off. It is. It is uh, tonal. It's a it's the sleek at home gym. It looks amazing. It's beautiful. It's a cool looking device, and uh, you can try tonal thirty days risk free. Visit www.tonal.com for a hundred dollars off smart accessories when you use promo code the clipout at checkout. That's www.tonal.com, promo code the clipout. Tonal, be your strongest. Peloton announced last week that they have partnered up with Shonda Rhimes. This is really cool. Another partnership that's just amazing. It's going to be very similar in like, to the Beyonce in that it's not a one-time thing. Right. This is going to be eight weeks and it's called the year of yes. And Shonda Rhimes is kind of the spokesperson for this. She's going to be, there's going to be all these classes that you can take with the instructors over an eight week period, but all will have the message of like, say yes, take risks. This is your year. You can do this. So um, if you happen to be watching our YouTube channel right now, we are showing an Instagram post. And if you are listening, I encourage you to go to the One Peloton Instagram and check out this video with Shonda Rhimes. She talks about how she became enamored with fitness and why Year of Yes happened. It's great to hear her thoughts on that and if you're not familiar with Shonda Rhimes because she's a behind the scenes person so some people are like who is Shonda Rhimes totally but uh she created the show Scandal um and Grey's Anatomy right I think so yeah Yeah. she's like the showrunner and creative force behind those shows I don't know if she's the official showrunner 
on Grey's anymore, but she still oversees it. And it was her baby for the first seven or eight years. And she just signed a gigantic gazillion dollar deal with Netflix. And so Shonda Rhimes is a big damn deal. It's, she sure is. And uh, it's just a lot of times people don't necessarily know the name because Absolutely. she's behind the scenes. She's not one of the stars of the show, but she is the the show would not exist were it not for Shonda Rhimes. Yeah, she's won like a bunch of Grammys and stuff too, right? Uh, Emmys. Emmys, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Grammys, Emmys, whatever. <laughs> uh, they're all awards we'll never win. Yeah. That's... <laughs> yeah, she, as you said, is a big damn deal. Congrats. We haven't talked about DJ John Michael in a while. We haven't. But he had uh, an interesting Instagram post talking about his lack of hair. Nothing wrong with not having hair, right, honey? Right, honey. Uh, <laughs> I I thought you might identify with this. I thought I thought that you might like to hear his thoughts on it. Okay, so he's he became bald, lost his hair at an early age. Okay, and um, so he's been wearing baseball caps since that happened. Like that's just his thing, right? And um, so he's like. Baseball caps are the Gen X comb over. <laughs> they are. Yeah. They are. A lot of people do that. And he so he heard about this guy who like uses wigs to create hairstyles for people. OK. And so he decided to give it a try. And then he posted on his Instagram the results of that. And he looks amazing. It looks totally natural. It does look good. Look, I would it? not have guessed that that was. Yeah. And he wanted to be transparent about it. He was like, I want he's like, obviously, if I go from like. <laughs> Always wearing a baseball hat to suddenly having this amazing hair. People are going to be like, why what did you keep what? that under a baseball hat for a decade? <laughs> like, yeah, totally. Yeah. So so good for him for uh, being brave enough to put that out because um, I don't know what it's like to be a man without hair. But I know if I as a woman didn't, ha I would I would be a mess like just well, a mess. I will say just culturally culturally for sure it's a it's a lot harder for a woman to lose her hair than it is for a man like it's you know what i mean like i know but i still feel i feel bad you know because it's like it's just one of those things you can't control yeah and there's nothing you can do about it like it's you know i mean there are things you can do about it most of them don't work and then <laughs> and like and i wouldn't want to do this just because it looks like a lot of work it does look like a lot of work. go have it done and like it's you know i mean if he wants to do it hey more power to him like i you know like but it just personally i'm just like eh, i'm I'm too lazy. If I'm, too, I just I can't imagine if I put all the effort into that, that I, I won't think it's work as, out. I don't think it's as bad as you think it is. I think it's the one like the first time you do it, yeah. and then you just like maintain it and wash it, and you know, I don't think it requires a whole bunch after that. I, I could be wrong though. I don't, I don't know, know, man. I've gotten real accustomed to making a bottle of shampoo last eighteen months. That you have, like it's yeah. <laughs> It's actually pretty adorable. <laughs> well, I'm glad you think that. I'm glad I've suckered you into thinking that. Rebecca Kennedy has announced her 12 days of workout challenge. <laughs> I love your little arm movements. Uh, yeah, you look like Popeye the Sailor Man, yeah. by the way. Uh, yes. So Rebecca put this together. People had asked her for like some kind of strength program. So right. what she did is she put together 12 days of strength to keep people on track through the holidays. Gotcha. So every few days she's posting three days at a time. So, okay. uh, and then she gives you a workout. So like, you're going to see, can you go back one? You're going to see, uh, glutes and legs, arms and shoulders, and then dance cardio. That's an example of day three. Okay. Each of them are 20 minutes. So you spend an hour working out. It's nothing like crazy. If you ride the bike, that's not like, right. That's not like something you can't handle. And then on the last day, you bench press a partridge. 
a little tiny partridge. A little tiny bit. How how easy will that be, though, by that point? Well, I also want to mention that part of that challenge is for people who want to learn how to do handstands. She also has a bonus challenge to for beginners and people who have already like mastered handstands. She has workouts that you can oh, add okay. on. So I thought that was pretty cool. You can find all that on her Instagram. So uh, Rebecca Kennedy, it's RK Solid. And while we're digging around the gram, Emma Lovewell. <laughs> okay, so this video is just amazing. Like the transitions, it's reels. Did you watch this video? No, I have not. I'm watching so it right as, now. So like her transitions are freaking on point. I just have <laughs> to say that. So she did a video uh, because she dropped, uh, she has Live, Learn, Love Well, her company, yes. uh, her brand. They just did a new drop. So there's a whole bunch of clothing that just dropped and it all has Love Well on it. And But the video, is amazing because she's trying it all on and she did the same dance as she tried on each piece and it's seamless like it's it's just it looks so expertly done i'm jealous no no it's well done i like i wonder how long that takes i don't know she's got reels skills there's an app that does that i should go try on instagram reels and she got good at it (laughs) i should go uh try on all the dj john michael hair pieces and do the same thing that would be amazing (laughs) oh my god yes yes Four new family fit classes are dropping each week in December. Yeah, perfect timing. Uh, And they mentioned this kind of in conjunction. This came later, but whenever they talked about Robin doing her her prenatal and postnatal, they were like, oh, this is great timing because we're also doing our family fit. So like Peloton is kind of, you know, they're bringing in the whole family at this point. But these classes have been very popular since Just Sim started them over the summer when we had all the covid yeah starting kids are at home they're not able to learn so people have loved them so her and Kristen mcgee have been producing more content probably people using as pe right now absolutely they are which is great so might be fun to do while you're hanging out with your family and not necessarily able to do all the traditional things you do for christmas this year (laughs) or whatever holiday you celebrate yes and then uh, finally, uh, there is a new artist series. I always feel weird saying that, like new artist series, like it's a new artist, but it's an artist series that's new. Well, this one in particular, yeah, since he's an old artist. He's definitely not a new artist, <laughs> uh, but uh, they have an artist series with Elvis Presley. Yes. I know that's very exciting for some people. I am not an Elvis guy. I'm not really but- either. Like, I don't dislike him. I just don't love him. I kind of dislike them. I know you do. You told me. Like, I'm just not. Yeah, like, I don't. I mean, I get it objectively, especially like with where music was at when he started. There wasn't really anything like that Mm -hmm. from white people. Uh, (laughs) And and so, like, I get how groundbreaking he was for the for the genre. But like, I just it just doesn't resonate with me at all. There's like two Elvis songs where I'm just like, yeah, that's a good that that like, yeah, I dig that. And then the rest of them just like, "Eh." so but. I know people love them, love them, love them. Absolutely. And And I think it's great that they're they're. This is another example of how Peloton is like so well-rounded. Absolutely. In their artist series. Absolutely. Even though it's not my thing. Great. Like I'm glad they shouldn't all be my thing. Just like with the clothes. It shouldn't be something I love every time. It should be things that different people love because you want to hit somebody different in your audience each time like that's the idea and it shows you how like when somebody tries something to emulate peloton and they just barely they will miss the mark by just a smidge but it feels like a mile right it was not it's not peanut butter and jelly that it should have been <laughs> oh dear it was peanut butter and banana they were so close so close <laughs> so close they just oh man it was they just <laughs> duh 
So, uh, but anyway, I, I do think it's cool that they're doing that. This I is too. the oldest artist that they featured, it right? It is, like, it is, yeah. I mean, yeah. when did the Grateful Dead start? Because oh, that's they the were, 60s. So, but I know Elvis was in the 60s, but he started in, in the, the 50s. 50s so, yeah. so, yes, he is the oldest artist. Right. So, I mean, I guess pretty much all we got left now is like, what, like a Scott Joplin artist series or a Mozart or something. I really thought I was going to hear the monkeys come out of your mouth, but well, I was trying to think older than older Elvis. than that. Yeah. I don't know if they do like a Scott Joplin one. They should sell you a Peloton where there's like a big giant wheel on the front of the bike. <laughs> so you look like one of those things. So anyway, if you dig the Elvis, uh, you should just reach out to Peloton and say, thank you. And you know, thank you very much. <laughs> Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Monica Ruiz. And if you don't recognize that name, uh, you will definitely recognize that face as a Peloton user. It's uh, I guess you're colloquially referred to. I can say that word in my head, just not sure. out loud. I thought you did pretty well. Thank you. As the uh, as the Peloton wife. <laughs> Hi, Monica. Hi, thank you for having me. Well, thank you for doing this. Yes, so thank you so we're much. We're very excited. So it's been almost a year to the day, I think. Uh, yeah, when- I, kn- I didn't even realize that it was like literally like to the day until my sister texted me today. Like, look, someone tweeted <laughs> one year ago this week. We were making fun of this woman. What did she know? Or something like that. <laughs> And I was like, oh, my God, it's been a week. It's been a year. Like, exactly. So funny. That, that's why I was like sweating getting this interview done. I was like, oh, man, she's going to she's going to keep pushing it off until yeah. it's like past the past the date. And then it's no, she's going to forget so about it. About no, 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 no. I, feel like, I we, feel like this has made me like so much flakier. It's like I'm in pajamas all day. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, you're just like not on the ball anymore. The COVID has changed the world. Like, there's yeah. no I doubt know. about that. I, I know. I feel like we should say for the people watching the video on our YouTube channel, if they're curious, Monica is in her car because it's quiet. Yes. She's not yes. homeless. Don't, <laughs> don't fear for her. Everything's okay. And like, she's not driving. Oh, right. She's all right. Yes. She's all right. My house just happens to have a lot of like, there's really nowhere to go where my kids won't try to figure out where I am. If they, if they know that they don't see me moving in and out of different rooms while they're like hanging out, they'll try to find me and they will make noise. So I was like, you know what? Let's just play it safe. How, how old are your kids? Two and four. Two so and I have four. a two-year-old who's napping right now and he'll be up, you know, in the next probably 30 to 45 minutes and then um, a four-year-old. Wow. That is that is a yeah. handful. Well, and that says, I mean, that says a lot. Like, so you have a two-year-old, which if I'll, I'm, math is not my strong suit, but that would mean this time last year, that child would have been one. Did I do that properly? Mm-hmm. You, did, okay. you did. You did. So, <laughs> you did. So you were, and I'm assuming there's a, there's a, was a lead time on the production of that commercial. So you're doing a fitness commercial commercial inside a year of having had a, a baby that's not fair right. <laughs> i was actually i was i was really worried about it too because when it all it all kind of moved pretty quickly as far as like the um the audition and the callback and the booking and then the shooting and i was like i don't know if i'm in the kind of shape to get like my butt kicked on set because they, they everyone kept warning me like when they shoot these commercials they like kick your butt like it's not 
like just for show. They don't just like make you look sweaty. They like really make you work out. And I was like, oh, no, (laughs) I was just like easing back into working out, you know? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's that's interesting. I had no idea that was the case. I mean, even, you know, for the rest of us, who've never, you know, recorded commercials. Like how long does that process take? It's not it's not like one take. It's like they're doing it over and over. Yeah. And that one we, we shot that one over the course of I was I was there in Vancouver for a week and they were shooting multiple spots at once. So I didn't really know what the spot was going to end up being. I I actually (laughs) thought that it was going to be like, here are some like vignettes of like this woman working out and this guy working out and like, you know, things like that. I didn't realize it was just going to be a commercial that was like very centered on like this story of this woman who received the bike. And I was like, Oh, when it came out, I was like, wow, that, that was just all about me, huh? <laughs> like my face, just my face, you know? And so for about 45, so for about 45 minutes, you thought that was a good thing. And then the internet got a hold of it. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. And it was funny because it came on during every single commercial break for everything. It was yeah. on like during sports. It was on during streaming. It was on during Bravo shows. It was it was literally every single person in the world who turns on a TV or a device to stream something saw it. What, so what I think is... that's what made it so easy to talk about because right. everyone had seen it. It wasn't like the majority of people knew what it was. You know, when people started joking about it, they were like, oh, yes, I've seen that commercial too many times. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so so how what kind of timeline was there from the moment that like the commercial's done and then it goes viral? Or how long from when you fin- finish filming it to when it like actually went viral? Because there was I a gap. I, I think it started. OK, I think we shot it in like September or October, something like that. And okay. then. It aired in November, like late November. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that's usually when they start the Christmas commercials. And then within like, I, I, it had been running for like two or three weeks. And then all of a sudden it was just this huge explosion. And I'm like, what's going on? This commercial has been out. Like, <laughs> right. what? I don't get it. I don't want to understand. Like, why is everybody just now starting to. That's what we thought too. We talk about Peloton every week. And so when, when the commercial came out, like there was there was a little bit of chatter in the Peloton world about that mirrored what would become the national conversation about like, did he just buy that bike for his wife without asking? Yeah, and, but it was it was really more of a joke. Yeah. You know? And like, I remember yeah. at the time, like you were sticking up for the commercial and I was like, they probably should have had a line in there. <laughs> and then that was it. And there was like two, two or three weeks of nothing, nothing. And then all of a sudden. Kaboom. Kaboom. <laughs> what right. was it like when well, you woke I mean, up also, that day? Um, oh gosh, I was like bringing my son to school and my phone. It's just like this, this guy that I used to know, cause I used to bartend and I, there was like a gar- guy who bartended at a different place. He messaged me on Facebook and I'd since I deleted my Facebook since then, but I had it at the time. And he goes, good morning, America. Or somebody tweeted, who is the Peloton woman? And I tweeted back at Good Morning America. I know her. She's Monica Ruiz. And I'm like, no, why did you tell them? <laughs> I was really, I was really hoping it would just go away. I'm like, everyone's going to get over this. They're just going to laugh about it for a day or two. And then we'll be moving on to something else. So I was just, just like kind of sitting, sitting tight and, and waiting for everyone to just kind of move past it. Um, but that didn't really happen as quickly as I thought it would. Um, but my phone just kept ringing and ringing and ringing. And it was like, 
my agent was was like, all of these people want to have an interview. And I'm like, up to talk about what? I personally was I was like, if I don't read comments and I don't read the things that are that are said, then then I'm like kind of protecting myself. It was almost like when I opened my phone, it was like an explosion. And when I didn't look at my phone, everything was normal and calm, you know, like life was completely normal. So it was it was a strange, strange time. Wow. So it's like peeking into a whirlwind every time you picked up your phone. <laughs> right. I mean, like I was I was telling my friends the other day um, that I was at Denny's with my kids and there was only one waitress on at the time. And I and I used to waitress. So I'm looking and I'm like, oh, she's the only person here. So she's bussing and she's having to do everything. So my kids are making a mess. So I'm cleaning up food like literally off the floor um, so that she didn't have to do it. And my phone is ringing and it's. Uh, my agent going like, Ryan Reynolds wants to know if you want to do the Today Show. And I'm like, I'm cleaning the floor at Denny's right now. Can you just give me a second? It was like this crazy, like opposite world. So I'm like, my phone is like in a different world than I am. Were you like, oh, you should have been like, I will do GMA, but only if I'm in Deadpool 3. <laughs> here is my, here is the rule. That yes. I it's so funny. Uh, but I, I, I did, that was the only interview that I did. And I ended up doing that because... At that point, so many so many people had kind of made up their own stories about what my response and and were kind of like giving like fake interview like um, articles, like as if I had talked to anyone. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, OK, I, I guess I'll do it and I'll do it because he's going on and they'll be more focused on him. So I know that they'll just, you know, speak to me briefly and then move on to him. Well, and who can say no to America's sweetheart, Ryan Reynolds? Right. <laughs> Everyone, when I came back home and everyone was like, what did he smell like? I'm like, smell? I can't believe how many people, you would be shocked how many men and women asked me what he smelled like. I was like, what? Oh my God. If you would have given me a list of questions, like any guess in the world of what people asked, that never would have crossed my mind. It was the funniest thing. I was like, well, I think I was having a stroke. So burnt toast. I don't know. What is the smell that you smell when you're like so nervous? He smelled like Blake Lively. Isn't that his wife? What is her perfume? I don't remember any smell at all. It's it's probably a good thing. Uh, Yes. Anytime a woman walks away from me and doesn't remember a smell, I chalk that up as a win. That's a good. That's a good. Yeah. Yeah. I would would have to agree with that. I would rather... I would rather no remembrance of even if they remembered a good smell. It's not worth the. It's not worth rolling the dice. I'll take. You don't want to smell to be yeah. something that people no. take away from the not conversation. You don't. You never want that. Yeah. Okay, but speaking of Ryan Reynolds, how did the how did the commercial with him come to be? Like his company, how did that all? Happened. Well, they con- they contacted my agent at first. My my agent was like, I don't know what's going on. This is weird. Like she even was sort of like thinking, like let's just let this go away too. And cause we didn't know, it's not like I had like a, like a publicist or someone who knew how to handle this kind of thing. Right. Um, all of these sorts of inquiries. Um, she's just my, my commercial agent. And so, um, she was just sort of like, uh, just don't talk to anybody yet. Like, let's see what happens. Let's see if this figures out. And then when they contacted her about the gin idea, she called me and she said, aviation gin. And I thought she said aviation gym. Like, <laughs> Like a like a local gym in Redondo Beach. And I was like, aviation, is that going to be like a local commercial? What is that for? And she was like, you've never heard of them. They have like really funny commercials. And I was like, no, she must have thought I was crazy because I of course I had heard of them. I just heard her wrong when she said it. 
And then when she came back to me with the idea, I was like, oh, gin, I get it. <laughs> and so they so they gave me the idea. And then I got really worried because I thought I don't want to I don't want to do anything that's like going to be perceived as making fun of Peloton right. or the commercial. Everyone was so nice. It was just like, I don't know. I don't want them to think I'm making fun of them. Right. Sure. So, so I, was, I went back and forth. Did I they said, have no, to like yes, retool no, it? Yes. Did they have to retool it? Was that was that kind of a little bit of an element or was that never really an issue? I think what it was, was I was really concerned about because when you shoot something like that and you've got funny people writing right. um, these commercials, they want to try different stuff. Yeah. You know, they want to say, how about say this? How about do this? And then you just don't know what the what's going to end up in the like, end. Yeah. Right. And so I'm and I'm always game for stuff. But in this particular situation, I was like, I really want to make sure that that they understand that we're just playing along with this whole like craziness right. and yeah. that it's not we're not taking a jab at you or joining this negative conversation so you know i was a little nervous about it to be completely honest i was really really nervous about how it was going to be perceived but they were so nice and they were like no 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 we don't want to like make fun of them it's not about that it's about just taking some of the air out of this cuz it's so it's so wild right now yeah. it, and and it was and i remember when when the aviation gin commercial came out because my first thought was i know how ryan reynolds can be and he's very funny and yeah. that's not a compliment i hand out lightly it's, that's but, true uh, <laughs> um, but uh but i was like this could be really skewering and i was just like oh it was actually kind of sweet i thought so i i loved i loved the way it came across because it brought it brought you into the conversation in a different way and it was it was kind of like laughing back at all the people who got so upset like not not like me even making fun of them but just kind of like everybody got to be in on the same joke at the same time it leveled And, and I even I even contacted the guy that played my husband in the commercial and let him know, like I gave him a heads up because I was like, I just want to make sure that, you know, that this is not in any way like trying to make fun of you. And he was he was so like, no, go for it. I'm having so much fun with this. Like he was taking all the interviews and he was having so much fun. So he was like, I'm, you know, best wishes, do whatever you want. And so he he was such a good sport, too, um, even though he got like a lot more backlash than than I did. As he, far as I saw and anyway. totally, I tried to avoid reading a lot of it Yeah, with the with the with the kind of the the public interpretation of the spot. You're the victim. He's the D bag. So. Right. Right. I, and again, right. Your your actors. Right. Like they, these right. aren't yes. documentaries. Like he's but. a teacher. He's like an, a, a school teacher. He he teaches PE in Canada, and it's like the nicest person ever. And I was like, this is crazy. That is crazy. I don't think Canada yeah. has mean people, do they? Everybody in Canada. Is- I've never. I have never in my life met someone who wasn't the nicest person I've ever met. They're in always not nice, and they <laughs> they're, always, they're always telling you they're sorry. Like so they're, nice. <laughs> So so in general, though, do you feel like obviously you were kind of trying to avoid everything, but did the attention itself bother you? Did the reaction bother you or it it did? It it bothered me because I wasn't really a part of like the conversation and I didn't really want to be. Do you know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. I, I totally um, respected the fact that some people were kind of triggered by the whole thing. If, if you saw it one way and you were triggered by it, I didn't want to be dismissive of that. You know what I mean? So I was sort of like, well, I was just the actor in the commercial. I I didn't write it. I didn't have any, you know, and, and, and another thing is, is that there were a lot of things that were left out of that commercial because they have to cut it down to 30 seconds. So they're like, you said, maybe if they would have put in a couple of 
lines or scenes that would have clarified things a little bit better. Maybe this never even would have happened, but who, I mean, who knows, but I just, I felt like all the attention I'm getting is because people want to know what side I'm on, you know? Right. And I was sort of like, um, I'm just, I just want to work. I just don't want to, I don't want to, you know what I mean? Totally. I don't want to. You're like, I'm on the side of my own paycheck. I'm like, I don't want to be only remembered for this. Like, this is kind of, you know, I think a lot of people probably would have really liked the opportunity to get the the spotlight, you know, but I wasn't, was not ready for it. I've been doing commercials for so long and that was completely unexpected. So I didn't know what to do. I didn't know at all how yeah, to handle it. I feel like you don't see that happen with commercials as frequently as you used to. Uh, like, because yeah. there's, there's so many more places to see a commercial these days where it used to be. Right. There's one of three networks and, and you know, you, you, you make a, ha- a a creative spot. Like, you know, all of a sudden mean Joe Green, because I'm 100 years old. I'm going <laughs> to reference that spot. But uh, but that all of a sudden, that's what everybody's talking about. I have no idea what that is. It's that's- where... Where the, he show, he throws the kid a jersey like the kid follows him and he's like had a bad game and he gives him a coke. I got nothing. Oh my god! It's <laughs> how, like, about, how about like where's the beef? Okay, <laughs> that's still that's old. My speed. But it I think is it's totally like, old. I think it's like ten years newer than the one I just cited. So oh, I'm that's like, a, that that makes sense for our age difference. I know. Like I'm. <laughs> She's I'm like your, I don't know either. You're lucky these. I wasn't like. Doesn't everybody remember that Brill Cream commercial? <laughs> <laughs> But, um, so you said is that did I hear you right like you only did one interview surrounding this and it was for Good Morning America yeah wow no it was it was um the Today Show Today, the Today Show America. sorry yeah. the wow. Today Show wow yeah. so I've, that's incredible and I, and I honestly that was the only one I did because I knew that that Ryan Reynolds was going to be there the exact same time promoting his new movie that was um premiering like that week or something like that and so I just thought like that'll be safe I'll go and they'll just talk to me quickly and then they'll get move on to him you know right so wow i feel very honored now yeah you did our little dog and pony show how about that well i know because then then once you guys reached out i was like now that i have a bike and i love it and i like can totally relate to all of the people in the community i'm like well this is a good place to to talk about it because these are all people that are interested in it it's i think that was another thing too is that with the idea of the commercial it really touched on a, a lot of things that people who already had bikes felt. Yes. You know, so yes. I think that was the, where it kind of missed the boat a little bit or missed the mark a little bit with some people was that people, they were trying to sell it to people that don't already have a bike, but it was really the idea of the commercial was really sold on the people who, who have one. Uh, they oh my were all gosh. reaching out to me going, this is my story. Yes. This is exactly my story. It, we had know? this exact conversation on the show. Yeah. Like that's, yeah, that is exactly how I felt. I mean, it's just, I mean, Literally, we get on we get on here and talk about Peloton every week. Right. So, I, I mean, I document everything I do for Peloton. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, too, uh, now that, uh, you know, with all the stuff going on with COVID, if, if you go on Twitter, because I'll go on Twitter and look for Peloton just for interesting articles or comments or maybe guests. And I swear to God, at least once a day. There's somebody that makes a variation on the joke of uh, that Peloton wife was right. <laughs> I know. Like, I know. It's so funny. See, what did she know? Right. What, did she tell us? what was she trying to tell us? All? Yes. <laughs> she can see the future. <laughs> so was there a moment when you felt like the, like a definitive line in the sand where you were like the nation has moved on and my life has returned to normal? Oh, or did yeah. it just kind of slowly 
it kind, back yeah, that it direction. kind of slow. It kind of slowly. I think once I did the interview and I kind of like was like it was my face. I blamed it on my face and I was just like, let's just end this here. <laughs> I think everyone kind of lost interest because for a really long time or for not for a really it felt like a long time. But for sure. that period of time where I didn't really say anything, there were a lot of people saying, like, leave her alone and <laughs> and kind of defending me as if I were like crying somewhere. And I was like, I'm just waiting for this to go away. <laughs> Um, I was fine. I just, it just, you know, I, I think that, um, once people realized that I was like, not that upset about it and that it wasn't going to be that much drama involved in like the, the story behind the, the actor, in the commercial, I think people lost interest, you know, that makes sense. It does. So here's probably the most important question, or at least I would think ultimately the most important question to you. Oh dear. That you would have <laughs> is, were you able to leverage this? Professionally, oh, that's a great question. I wasn't sure, Tom. I was yeah. worried. I'm a loose cannon. You, know, you never know what's going to come. It's out actually, of it's I, I want to say it's hard to say because with 2020, the way that it's been oh. with work, yeah, yeah. So I, I think about that all the time because I, you know, certain things came to us like offers came, but they were all having to do with the commercial. Like, right. oh, we want to do this, and it's going to be a play on this. And I'm like, no, I don't want to. You can only go to that well that, so many you know? times. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then. The Bold and the Beautiful, which was a show that I watched growing up for many years. Like my husband makes fun of me to this day because it was always on the DVR <laughs> and I would come home and I'd watch it quickly because it's like with when you fast forward the commercials, I think the show is like not even 20 minutes long. What? Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. It's so it's so short. Um, and so I've been watching it since I was in high school and they reached out to me and they like DM'd me. One of the producers was at a like holiday party and they were like, let's ask the Peloton woman if she'll be on the show. <laughs> and they just DM'd me and I responded. I go, what? I was so excited because it was like, oh, my God, the bold and beautiful. I like didn't even check with my agent. I was like, yes, I'll do it. <laughs> and, uh, I thought, <laughs> and that was more for me and my family. You know, my mom and my sisters were like so thrilled. Like, oh, my God, you're going to meet. And they were like using the characters names, All not right. the actors names. So I went to do that and it was just supposed to be like, I thought it was supposed to just be one episode. It turned into 20 nice. or something like that. Nice. So that was fun. That was a really like awesome thing that, that I got to do. I was a doctor and I was delivering terrible news. Um, <laughs> but it was, times. you know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when you get a DM from them, how, like, how do you know that that's real? How do you know oh, it's not just some question. slub on Instagram? Like. <laughs> Want to come over to my I house and be on the bold I and actually, the beautiful? I, I saw the thing. I saw the name. I looked at his page. I looked at his credentials, okay. like who was following him, who he was following. I also like Googled his name to make sure. Gotcha. And it wasn't, you know, just to double check. Totally. Good, you know, good. Yeah. Plenty of people that I'm sure would be like, yeah. I've, I've heard uh, with all with COVID, it's getting so hard to film these shows. They've actually changed the bold and the beautiful. It's now the italicized in the beautiful. Is that true? <laughs> Can you confirm that? the underlined right (laughs) yeah no it was kind of crazy though like we we had to halt the production um back in march and when we went back we were one of the first productions to go back so it was like everyone was kind of watching to see what was going to happen so it was so crazy in the beginning because they didn't even want more than like three actors on the set at one time because they wanted to keep six feet distance. So when you were doing a scene, they would give you like a dummy for your eyeline. Wow. And it was crazy. Like some of the actors um, have their real husbands and wives coming in still to do like, you know, any sort of kissing scenes or anything. Oh, wow. I didn't even think about that. 
Yeah. They were using mannequins and dummies and they got really creative and the camera, they, they were, they did a really good job, actually. <laughs> very, very good job. But it was, it was kind of hard too. Cause I was like, there's no head on that dummy. Like where are its eyes? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to make eye contact with no head. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so, um, so now that you're on the other side of, of it, if you had to do it all over again, w- would you? I think so. Yeah, because yeah. I think I kind of tried to not get too involved in all like the, the craziness that went on. But it was just like one of those things that happens in your life. That's such a thrill for your family and your friends who know you <laughs> that it was just really it was really fun to see them really enjoying it. You know what I mean? Totally. I felt, like, I felt like it was one of those things where it was like. I, I know her. No, you know her. And then there were moms at my son's preschool that were coming up to me going, you look exactly like this woman in this commercial for Peloton. <laughs> they didn't know it was you? Did not know. Did not know. I had to tell people that was me. And they were like, what? Like, it was it was so funny. My And then people were like sending me messages. I'm so sorry. People are being so mean. I'm like, don't tell me what they're saying because I'm not reading it. <laughs> People were like con- con- trying to comfort me. I was like, I'm okay. I don't know what you're thinking, what you're talking about, but don't tell me. <laughs> but leave it that way. So wait, to this day, you've never read any of the crazy stuff? I saw that- a few things. Okay. I saw a few things, but some of the things made me laugh really hard. Like there was one tweet where they were like, if I have to see this girl's effed up eyebrows one more time, and I just laughed Aww. so hard because it's like, that's just like something that people say, like, you know, like, oh my God, this face. Like once you see someone's face in your TV that many times without you. <laughs> Your like consent, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it just keeps popping up. Like eventually people are going to get sick of seeing your face. uh, So I think that was another reason why I didn't do a lot of a lot of interviews, too, because I'm like, people are already they've had enough. Oh, what a good point. That is a good point. Yeah, I mean, but but I don't I I think that people were kind of like more mad at Peloton than they were you or your your actor husband. Just from all yeah, of the that's, stuff that's that I read. that's actually kind of true. And then it was after I did the Today Show and I said, I think it was just my face. Like, it was just the <laughs> look on my face that really stuck with everyone. They called my agent, like, that day and were like, we want to send Monica a bike. And I was like, oh, that's how you get a bike. You just blame it on yourself. <laughs> So I got a bike. Well, I'm sure you're the community. I mean, your face sold them a lot of bikes. Yeah. So that was that was worth every penny. So so when did you end up getting your bike? They send it to me like I think I got it in like February. Oh, this right year. before Just in COVID. Time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well done. And I had to make space in this like terrible tiny garage that we had. We moved in the in the last few months we've moved, but we had this little garage that I was like I need to make space for this like beautiful, expensive bike. Like, what am I going to do? And, and the guys that delivered it were like asking my husband, cause my husband went outside to, for them to deliver it. And they had his name on the delivery. And, um, they were like, do you, are you familiar with the bike? And, and he was like, no, but my wife is, she was the one in the commercial. And the guys were like, what? <laughs> and she was, and he was like, yeah, do you want me to have her come out? And they were just like, so it was so funny how surprised they were. <laughs> They were like, we're delivering a bike to the Peloton woman right now. Like, what? <laughs> it was so funny. We like took pictures and stuff. But um, they were probably yeah. like, wait, she divorced the guy from the commercial and didn't get custody of the bike. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a bigger dick than we thought. <laughs> it was in his name. I wanted in my name. A new fresh start. <laughs> Best response ever. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so you, so you got a Peloton. Yeah. What, yeah. Do, what are you, th- what do you think of it? How much do you ride it? 
So when I when I first got it, I was always the kind of person that needed to like go to a class and be in a class with someone telling me what to do so that I like didn't give up or stop early. I was never the kind of person that could work out at home. I'd always just be like, that's enough. Like I'm tired. (laughs) So I would, I would, you know, but like, I didn't realize the way that these bikes were was that, you know, there are people riding live with you that you can see that are helping hold you accountable. I didn't, I didn't really get that right away. Okay. At first I was just like, Oh, there are live classes and there are on demand classes. I didn't really know. Cause when we were shooting the commercial, it was just the bike wasn't powered on. Oh, gotcha. Um, they gotcha. kind of explained it to me, but I'd never been on one before. I'd only done like spin classes. So when I got it, I was sort of like, Oh, this is pretty cool. And then when things started to kind of like close down with all of the restrictions and stuff, I was like, I'm going to give this more of a chance. I'm going to, I'm going to get on it more often. And then I was on it like every single day, like, (laughs) like every single day. Then I broke my toe on one of my kids toys and was, couldn't put a shoe on for a month. And I thought I was going to lose it. I thought I was going to lose it. And then I got back on. So my goal is 200 by my birthday, which is December 20th. So Uh, that's my goal. How close are you? I'm close. I'm going to make it. I know I'm going to make it. Well, that's exciting. I, yeah, I think I have to at least do one ride a day. I think maybe one day I have to do two rides. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. You've, so I really want a shout out. Is that how you get one? You have to have a birthday and a, and a milestone on the okay. same day? So if... <laughs> Change your leaderboard name to Peloton White. And you will have a shout out. Sure, with my face. Yeah, yeah, for real. I wouldn't believe you. Okay, so here's what I want to know. Who are you riding with? Do you have like a favorite instructor? Um, I rode with Hannah Frankson this morning. She had a live ride. I love her. She's so like calming, but she's also like all business in a lot of ways. And I really like that about her. Um, I feel like she's like an, like a, like a teammate that you'd play like sports with growing up, like yes. someone that was just good and like, and like, and encouraging, but like strong and you want to be like her. I ride a lot with Cody lately because of his music, like his pop music just makes me feel like I'm socializing again with other adults. So here's what um, you do when you decide <laughs> who you want to ride with for your 200th. Okay. And that's a big yeah. week because it's right before uh, the holidays. There's going to be so many holiday rides. Yeah. So it's going to be a tough yeah. choice for you. But um, when you decide what you do is you reach out to them on Instagram and you said you don't do Facebook anymore at all. No. Okay. So whoever you decide to ride with, let me, if, if you want, you can send me an email. I will get a hold of their, their admin who like for their Facebook group and connect oh. you through that. Because a lot of times the admins for their Facebook group, like they talk to the instructors. So depending on who it is, and oh, then if they know, awesome. if they know you're going to be on, they will totally give you yeah. a shout out. I guarantee. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I want to do it. So I keep telling my husband, I was like, I really want a shout out. And he was like, well, I mean, why don't you just message one of them? I'm like, they're not going to respond. To yes, me. they will. Yes, they will. <laughs> they absolutely will. I'm like, they're busy and they're famous and everyone's asking them to do that. But you're the Peloton <laughs> wife. The Peloton they are going wife. to respond to you. <laughs> as long as you can convince them that you're really that person. Because I'm sure yeah. there's so many people that use the screen grabs as, as a joke oh, that's, now. That's so true. Like- I know. And, and mine isn't even that. I have like a little like a little tiny icon of like a sunset. I'm like, just like so basic on that. 
dinner. <laughs> well, Crystal's like a Peloton concierge. So yeah, can, yeah. Perfect. I will. Uh, I will like help you. It's like having a black card now. Yeah. Message you. Let you know what I need. She will intercede on your behalf. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. We'll. Okay. We'll. We'll. we'll I'll email you and we'll. We'll go from there. But seriously, if, how, if once you decide, how in advance do they put out the schedule? Like, um, how, when can I look and see what? At the... least a week. Um, some of the okay. stuff for the nineteenth. Um, whatever that Sunday is. Uh, I know the Jen Sherman rides already up, so I know some of those rides are already populated through the twentieth. So, um, oh, so before cool. COVID hit, they did two weeks. It was at least two weeks, but now because of COVID, they they do like a week ish. And so for the bike, okay. there's there's more options than the other the other disciplines. There's more like there they tend to go closer to the two weeks. Like if you were just looking at yoga, for example, you might only see like a week out. But whenever um. Whenever you're looking at the bike, they have more options. So just keep an okay. eye on that. Make your plan for your big 200. I know. You contact I know. them ahead of time. And if you do share your leaderboard name here on the show, I guarantee you, you will get tons of high fives because everybody will be so excited to ride with you. Oh, I love high fiving. I'm like a big high fiver. I'll like, if I see people that I follow or that follow me on a ride, I'll like join the class, high five them and then leave to like do a class that I was going to do. Yes. Yes. It's a drive by five. To. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and then so, sometimes I'll high five people that are like ahead of me and behind me to be like encouraging. And then I'm like, wait, what if they think I'm like talking trash because I like was like a point. <laughs> I don't know. I, I never know. I never know what I'm doing. <laughs> Just have fun. Don't overthink it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I do. I do not appreciate the high fives where somebody passes me and then they high five me I'm always right. just like that's what I'm always worried about I'm like did that look like I was just like ha ha <laughs> they call that the on your left with a with a yeah. middle finger <laughs> did you I, I really liked that beta testing thing that they did you know when they're going to introduce that like for good um, I, I was told they were going to take it down for a couple weeks and then it was going to be back so I don't think it'll be a very long wait at all I so, liked that. Did you like that? I loved it. I had so much fun with that. Um, yeah. For anybody listening who's not sure what we're talking about, we're talking about the sessions and you can you could go in and join and start a whole fresh new leaderboard. And it was it, I loved it. Um, but yeah, they, that was really fun. I, I uh, the, the Peloton profit, as we, we call it, uh, they sometimes come up with uh, how things are going to go. And they said that it was going to be there was going to be up for a couple weeks. They would do tweaks and they would take all the information from everybody and then it would come back uh shortly thereafter a couple weeks after that um there's okay. also going to be um in march of 2021 there's going to be class stack no it's early 2021 there's going to be uh class stacking so if you wanted to, you can make a playlist of two or three classes that you can take back to back so that's going to be very exciting oh, too that's cool yeah <laughs> wow they're coming out with all kinds of cool stuff i love it they, definitely they never stop never making changes never it's like george it's, lucas in movies he made 30 years ago yeah. And just keep making changes to it forever. <laughs> yeah. So people like these changes. That's true. For the most part. They're, they're positive. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you use any of the other Peloton content? Do you get to do any of the strength classes or any of that? Like, do you enjoy doing any of that other stuff? I, I tried some of the um, the bike boot camp classes recently. I loved them. Um, I've done like the running, the outside, like running ones. I've yeah. done the yoga, some of the meditation ones. Um I really like I really like all of them, but I just I find that I I push myself so much harder on the actual bike. Absolutely, um, the running outside that one I haven't really been doing because 
I, I can't really run in a mask. I tried and oh, it's totally. kind of uncomfortable and it's kind of tough. So I was like, maybe I'll just hold off on that for a little while. But when I first got it and we didn't have to be in masks outside, I tried it and I loved it. I thought it was so great because it feels like someone's coaching you. Like yes. you feel like you have a personal trainer with you. Yes. So I yeah. really liked that. And I don't, um, when you are able to go back outside without a mask again, a lot of the classes that they do that aren't necessarily for outdoors, they'll they'll coach you through it and be like, okay, here's your halfway point if you're outside and they'll tell you to come back. So you can oh. you can still take some of those as well. So you're not just awesome. restricted to the outdoor content. I really enjoy those as well. <laughs> yeah, I like that they offer all of that stuff because then if you're not, near your bike and you still want to work out there's so many things that you can still do like my my bike the power cord yeah. actually broke off <gasps> and fell into the bike and i was like no this was like a month ago <laughs> and, I, and i called peloton and they were like oh we the next available person to come out and fix it is one month from now oh. and i was like what and i literally posted a picture of the broken wire on my next door app and somebody messaged me like right away and we're like I'm an electrician I can fix that I was like when now <laughs> I was like I need to hit 200 rides by my birthday they're like what are you talking about <laughs> so maybe that'll make people feel better if they're waiting for their bike plus and it yeah, gets delayed that, yeah. the, that the Peloton wife <laughs> Couldn't get her power cord even, even you had to wait. <laughs> yeah. Even you had to wait. I know. I did not try to pull any cards, but I don't know if I even have any. So. <laughs> Probably not with customer service because it's tier one support. No. And they'd be like, what's a what? Who? Right. They're what like, happened? sure, ma'am. Yeah. We'll see you in a month. <laughs> oh, the old Peloton wife. Canard. How many times a day do we get that one? Right. <laughs> so um, what is your leaderboard name, if you would care to share? You know, it's not that interesting. And I actually wanted to ask you guys, too. Can you change your leaderboard name uh -huh. as many yes. times as you want and then go back to anything that you had before? Or can somebody else take it? How does that work? Yes and yes. So you can change it anytime you want, but it can also be taken. There was a, a great oh, okay. debacle. Uh, with, with very controversial back in the very early days. very controversial. There's a longtime writer named Yaya, or that's her leaderboard name, Yanina, and uh, she actually changed her leaderboard name to celebrate somebody's milestone. It was a big thing. Everybody changed their leaderboard name one morning to celebrate this milestone, and so she was off of you know she changed it for like 45 minutes. She went back to go change it back, and it was gone, and it turned no. into a oh, big kerfluffle. Yeah. Uh, she did eventually oh, no. get it back. But these days, I would not try it. Yeah. And if, if it's something that you, if you already have one, you love, stick with it. But if if you, oh wanna... no, I don't. It's, I don't love it. It's just <laughs> it's literally Moni Rue. I'm like Monica Ruiz. It's M O N I R U. And I like when I when I first like think like put in a name, I was just sort of like thinking of like you know when they make you choose a username on like any website that you go to or whatever. So I wasn't really thinking about it in terms of. Like, this is the leaderboard name. This is what everyone sees. I wasn't thinking about that way because I didn't have a bike. I didn't know what it was like, you know. So now every time I get on, I'm like, I need a better name. I mean, I don't know how you don't choose Peloton mom or Peloton wife. Like I <laughs> if it's Peloton, yeah, or, or or Peloton woman. Like if any of those are available, that needs to be yours. Like you you need it. And, you know, I would I would petition that even if it's not available, they somebody needs to give it. it up for you because <laughs> like, you you earned that. <laughs> <laughs> Now you have. Maybe I'll change it. Maybe I'll change it. <laughs> or you could always do something like I don't know how many characters you get, but you I want to say it's thirteen. You, I don't you know if do that's like accurate. The real Peloton wife. Yeah. Or something like yeah. that. Yeah. That's another option. Aww. Just a thought. 
Yeah. The official. The official. There you go. Well, that's getting a lot of characters crammed in there. <laughs> that is. That that's is. way too many characters. Yeah. You can't do it. <laughs> Maybe just all emojis of eyebrows. Well, then you'll never get a shout out. Emojis? You'll never get a shout yeah. out. Nobody's going to give a shout out to like Christmas tree, pumpkin, smiley yeah, face. It's just not going to happen. American it's flag. True. <laughs> Okay, well, you you have to follow up and tell us if you do change it. And and also, okay. if, if you change it before your 200th, I definitely need to know that if I help right. you with yes. getting your shout out from your instructor. So, okay. <laughs> well, I'll definitely exciting. let you know if I change it. I okay. haven't decided, but I want something a little more interesting. <laughs> well, I'm sure if you posted about it on Instagram, you'd get about a million responses. <laughs> Everybody has an yes. opinion. That's I think she knows all about the internet and their opinions. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Right. I told my husband, I was like, well, if people start following me and they start seeing me and, and they look at my rides, they're going to know when I like got tired and just tried to give up for a minute. And, and they're going to be looking at my, <laughs> I'm going to be actually held more accountable. Well, on the other hand, you could just tell them to get a life. <laughs> I know, right? Sorry. My, my kid came in the room and wanted me to get a cookie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're still a mom and you still got a two-year-old and a four-year-old. I mean, that's a lot to... I know. That's a that, lot. Usually, when I, that's usually when I try to ride is when the two year old is taking a nap. The four year old gets the iPad, and I can do like a maximum of a thirty minute ride. And the whole time he's asking to get on the bike, and I'm like five more minutes, and like dying. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, do you have any advice for people who are just getting a bike? My only advice would be to try out a lot of different instructors um, because, like. I think I saw something online once that was like, this is the instructor for every mood that you're in. <laughs> and I think that's so true. Like I, I tend to get stuck with the same instructors a lot because I get so used to, you know, the kind of music that they play or their, their kind of routine. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to veer away from that. And then I'll just mix it up one time and be like, oh, why don't I ride with this person more often? So I think like trying a lot of different instructors, like right off the bat is, I think would be a really good idea. Cause then you can kind of see like that they're all different moods you know absolutely. absolutely definitely good advice i wholeheartedly agree <laughs> <laughs> well awesome i guess uh before we let you go where can people find you on the interwebs if you want um, to if you found. want to be found uh, oh yeah no i'm 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 on instagram as mon pearl and everyone kept telling me you need to change your instagram name because people don't know who you are because of your instagram name i'm like oh, that's okay i mean it says monica ruiz when you go there so <laughs> if you look for monica ruiz it's just that's mine um but that's my instagram i'm not on facebook anymore too many people tried to um hack it when all of this stuff was happening and i was like maybe i should just get rid of this and i never i never put it back on but that's it Okay. Okay. I have That's to, the only place I am. Uh, I have to tell you a quick story. I don't even know if you'll remember this, but um, there was an instructor that worked for Peloton named Stephen Little, and he. Yes. Do you remember? Because you ran I into him, remember. and because I was I, putting, I was putting Christmas cards in a mailbox. <laughs> And he goes, are you the Peloton woman? And I said, yes. And he goes, oh, my God, I was an instructor. Can we get a selfie? And I was like, sure. And on, if I had a bike, if that happened to me now, I would have been like freaking out about an instructor, you know, but because I didn't have a bike. I was sort of like, you're nice. <laughs> Well, it was funny because I would have been I, the one freaking out. I couldn't find you on Instagram. I looked for you on Instagram, and then, um, and then when I follow Stephen Little, and so whenever he posted that selfie, and then he tagged you, and I, that's how I started following you. So I just okay, thought that was a funny story. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he's yeah, been on I the show as well. <laughs> 
What's that? And he's been on the show as well. He's very nice. Oh, okay. He was so nice. He like he was like walking his dog and he was just it, it was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Thank you so much for taking time to join us today. And I just got to think. Oh, thanks I, for having me. I hope the windows were down or you left your engine running or something that you're. <laughs> no, you're what? not melting. Are you? It's it's boiling hot in here. No, no, no. I have some windows down. I'm okay. good. I'm good. It's like, is someone going to come and rescue you? Like, like, she's got the thing, and I was like, she you guys are like, she hasn't that. logged off, and it looks like she's sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, I know we're supposed to rescue children from cars, but I don't know what the <laughs> etiquette is on adults. Uh, so. And I'm like in my neighborhood. So I'm thinking like people are probably like, what is this suspicious woman sitting yeah. in a car? They're like, you know, I when you see people Ruiz's sitting in their cars, you're like, fighting. what are they doing? <laughs> yeah. She's, yeah. She's just been in her car the whole time. She Actually, you know what? Right now, it's probably not, not that unusual to see people like needing some space. Oh, that's in their a good car. point. That is also that's a very, you know, yeah. Maybe it's less, maybe it's less creepy now. <laughs> well, thank you again for talking to us. Especially like I'm I'm like doubly honored when like you d- I didn't realize that you didn't kind of make the round. So yeah. I'm very, very honored that you chose to talk oh, to us. Oh no, I'm I'm so glad that and it's and it's it's a perfect place to talk about it because this is a community of people who are all, you know, like-minded. So of course I wanted to come and talk to you guys because you guys are enthusiastic about this, not, you know, trying to get me to say something that I'll regret. Oh no, not at all. all. No, we're not. We're we're not gotcha. We're not a gotcha kind of show. We we love Peloton and we love the whole, the whole thing. And we, it's really great to talk to you because I feel like, I feel like we've kind of documented the entire process. So it's just fun to kind of come full circle and get to talk to you directly. So thank you very much. On the anniversary. Exactly. She might be the only person in the world that has two Hello, Oh my God, it's true. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Maybe that's my new screen name, Two Pelliversary. Okay. I love it. Hey, I kind of think that one. <laughs> and it's probably not taken. Yeah. You just have to snag it before this airs. <laughs> I know, I know. Hurry, hurry. Well, this will be perfect because I plan on this airing on December 18th. So that'll be uh, great for your, your birthday present as yeah. well. Awesome. <laughs> so exciting. All right. Well, we, we will let you go. Uh, thank you again. And you have a great rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. So I guess that brings this one to a close. It does. As everyone's rushing off to follow the Peloton wife (laughs) on their bike. (laughs) Yes, I did immediately. Yes. I did immediately. And I hope that her toe is not broken so that she can still take her milestone ride this weekend. I am rooting for her. Fingers and toes crossed (laughs) for that. And and thank you very much to her for agreeing to do that. Like I, I didn't realize until we were in the middle of the interview that like, how like she hadn't said yes to any of that stuff. I know. And so I, know. I felt very honored. I know. Very honored indeed. So also reach out to her uh, when this episode airs on Friday. So make sure and uh, reach out to her and tell her happy birthday. Oh, that's right. It's her birthday. It is her birthday. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big weekend. She's going to have the birthday and then she's going to be on the show. And then hopefully she's going to do her milestone. Right. It's probably the biggest thing that's ever happened to her. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I guess we are done here. What, pray tell, do you have in store for people? Not next week, but in two weeks, because uh, we we will not have an episode next week, because next week, Friday is Christmas Day, and geez, people, come on. We're we're taking a day. Let us have Christmas. (laughs) 
<laughs> we are going to talk to Dr. Stephen Nalbach. Okay. Yeah. So uh, until then, where can people find you? People can find me at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, the bike, or the tread at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Find the show online, facebook.com slash the clip out. While you're there, like the page, join the group, uh, check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the clip out, where you can see all of these interviews like Monica Ruiz and all her video glory. (laughs) And of course, sign up for our newsletter at theclipout.com. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling and running.